0: today i am going to teach a sermon that i have titled every good and perfect gift Amen. Amen. amen every good and perfect gift i'm teaching on a subject that i have titled every good and perfect gift now we are going to start from somewhere and we are going to start from John chapter number three. We are going to start from John chapter number three. And we are going to start from verses number 26. And I'll read that particular verse. And verse 26 reads They came to John and said to him, Rabbi, that man. who who was with you on the other side of the Jordan. This was speaking of John. Okay, this was speaking of Jesus rather, sorry. They came to John and said to him, Rabbi, that man who who was with you on the other side of the Jordan, the one you testified about, look, he is baptizing everyone and everyone is going to him. To this, John replied, a person can receive only what he has what he is given from heaven. Amen. Amen. A person can receive only what he is given from heaven. All I need is a little volume. A person can only receive that which he has been given from heaven. Now, the background story here is that we know that John was six months older than Jesus, his cousin. You know they were related? So he was six months older than Jesus, his cousin. And when Jesus was about to start his ministry, we know for sure that he had to find someone who was already in the ministry to come and baptize him or move commemorate the beginning of his ministry we know that before the baptism service that he had attended there was no miracle that was worked in the life of jesus but we realize that when he attends the baptism service that john is having okay he gets baptized by john and when he's baptized by john the Bible says something. The heavens opened. And when the heavens opened, the spirit of the Lord descended upon him like a dove. So this is my son in whom I am well pleased. Listen to him. So now we know that Jesus' uh, ministry started in today's time people would say it, it was more of like an impartation. you know. But we know that Jesus' ministry started just after he had attended the baptism session or service that John was having. Now his disciples, this is John's disciples, they come to John and they said, Rabbi, the man who was with you on the other side of Jordan, the one you testified about, look, he's baptizing everyone and everyone is going to him. So it's like, for example, I pray for Marriott and I say, Marriott, we are sending you to Calvary And we want a kingdom come church branch in Calvary And before everyone, I call Marriott and I pray for him at the front. In the name of Jesus, may the Spirit of the Lord descend upon you. May you do mighty works. May you do greater works. And I declare blessings over Marriott. And where well, we send him out and he goes to. Kawe to start the branch. And when he gets to Kawe and starts that branch, that branch starts expanding and growing. And it even grows bigger than the main branch. That the main branch starts to look like the branch.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: so now Natasha comes to me and says, Sir, oh well, let's say Natasha, and because there were many of his disciples. So Natasha, Johan, and James. Pastor, the man that you anointed, the man that you prayed for, the man that you spoke a blessing into, he has now started his branch, and there's a branch, his branch is even growing bigger, and many are coming towards that branch. You see, I, I, I don't think they were just reporting or giving an update saying Jesus' ministry is expanding. No. They were saying, how is it that ena <laughs> So now, John's response, and to this John replied, a person can receive only what is given from heaven. A few pointers to start with in our introduction. All blessings and good things come from the Lord. All blessings and good things come from the Lord all blessings and good things come from the lord number two pointer in our introduction we are what we are by god's grace okay we are what we are by the grace of god The third thing in our introduction to note note out as a point is God is our source. God is our source. A person can only receive what is given them from heaven. Or what is given to them from heaven. Then now I want us to read another common portion of scripture. James chapter number 1 verses 17. James chapter number 1 and verses 17. James chapter number 1 and verses number 17. It's a very very common common portion of scripture and many of us quote it and read it every now and then. James chapter number 1 verses 17 and it reads, Every good and perfect gift is from above coming down from the Father of the heavenly lights, who does not change like shifting shadows. Every good and perfect gift comes from where? From above. So we can establish that the good things that we receive, the good things that we have, come from above. It is God who gives them. God is our source. The good things we have are by the grace of God. And this is what John was trying to communicate to his disciples. He was trying to say, Listen, the fact that his ministry has expanded and grown, we should be happy. Why? Because it is not his own doing. The good things that he has, they have been given to him by God. Which is to tell you that certain things are by the grace of God, that I could start early, but you will find that because of the grace of God, you expand even bigger than I have expanded so now we want to look at the nature or the character of good things because you may ask the question sir me I have been praying for good things I have been believing I have been quoting this scripture Lord every good and perfect gift comes from you therefore Lord give me these good things yet they are not coming So we want to look at the nature and the character of these good things. And as we look at how they operate, how they behave, their nature, their character, the way in which God releases them, what that will do is that it will help you learn to interact with the realm of heaven where good things are concerned. Praise the name of the Lord. So the nature of good gifts, if you love adding Headings. The nature of good things. Someone told me you should always be systematic. It's always easy for me to follow afterwards. So I've learned to be systematic. I'm not just. The nature of good gifts or good things. Number one, good things come. At the right time good things come at the right time you see in as much as God wants to give you all these giftings it's very important for you to understand that these good gifts come at the right time Ecclesiastes chapter number three and verses number one Ecclesi can you hear me clearly okay Ecclesiastes chapter number three Ecclesiastes chapter number 3 and verses number 1. Ecclesiastes chapter number 3 and verses number 1. It says, there is a time for everything and a season for every activity under the heavens. This includes the good things that you are pursuing. There is a time for how many things? Everything. When you go into the Hebrew Concordance, the Hebrew Bible, everything means what? Everything. <laughs> it doesn't mean no. There's a selective things. There's a selective group of things. No, there is a time under heaven for everything. And when we go to verse eleven, it, it says, "He has made everything beautiful in its time. He has also set eternity in the human heart. Yet no one can fathom what God has done from the beginning." He's made everything beautiful in its time. So even the good things that we've been praying for, the good things that we are anticipating to come towards our lives, they have got a time frame. So those good things will only come at the right time. And when that time comes, everyone everyone in their life is granted a time when the opportunities are just there and you're just flourishing there's a time frame that is why you will notice even when it comes to artists i don't know if you have been in that place where there's this artist you listen to maybe an underground artist or maybe this worship band or worship group they do this music and it's beautiful and it blesses you and you sit there wondering how is it that they are not known it is not yet their time. Then you will notice that moving forward in the future, they will even release songs that are not better than the ones you used to listen to, but all of a the sudden, they are known. What has happened? Time. When your time comes, <laughs> because your time
1: has...
0: You see, one of the examples I could give, maybe in the line of music, many people have been listening to Maverick City. It's like everyone's just buzzing to everything. Maverick, Maverick. Do you know they've been releasing songs for a long time? Yet no one was responding to it. But when their time came, something shifted. Something changed. Why? Because their time has come. In the name of Jesus. Let me be a priest and pastor. (laughs) In the name of Jesus, I decree and I declare over your life. May your time come. May you discern your time. And when that time comes, you will not miss it. In the name of Jesus. So good gifts wait for timing. Let us go to Galatians chapter number 4 and verses number 4. Galatians chapter number 4 and verses number 4. Galatians chapter number 4 and verses number 4. It says something very interesting here. Galatians 4 verse 4. It says, but when the set time had fully come, God sent his son, born of a woman, born under the law, Other versions would say this. When the fullness of time had actually come, God sent forth his son. Now listen, God really wanted to restore the relationship that Adam and Eve had lost in Eden. He wanted that. It was not his will. That's why in the first place, he had placed Adam and Eve in the garden so that they could be in a place of constant communion with him. So when they fell, it was something that was outside God's original plan. That is why it says that God had already given Jesus, had already given the lamb before the foundation of the earth. He had anticipated what would happen and he had already created a solution. So now you would think, okay, if God you had a solution, why did it take you that long to send Jesus? You see, if it was basically up to God, he would have just said, okay, whatever I'm going to, Adam and Eve just fall, you know, my Lord Jesus, they repent. And they are back in Eden. But you know what he does? He waits. And Galatians gives us an insight as to why God had to wait. Says, when the fullness of time came. The fullness of time is not a specific time frame, it's not a specific date. It is when everything that he needed to be in place was in place. Then he could say, Now I can release my son. That is why you find that at the time frame at which Jesus had come, the Roman Empire was ruling, many nations were under that Roman Empire, you find that they were under the colony of the Roman Empire. So you find that even trade communication was easy, it was easy to move from this place to this place. Why? Because all the nations, most of the nations rather in Europe, were under the Roman Empire. Even on this other side in Asia, they were under the Roman Empire. So he says, okay, now I know if Jesus comes, the gospel will spread quickly like wildfire. So let's release, let's have Jesus come at this particular time frame. So even for the coming of Jesus, there had to be a specific time frame. Says when the fullness of time had come, which is to tell you that even for the gifting that you are pursuing, there is a time frame. Even for the thing that you really want, there is a time frame. In the name of Jesus, you will not miss your time. Praise the Lord. The second nature or characteristic of good gifts or good things, number three, number two, rather, they come when we are ready for them. They come when we are ready for them. Preparedness is the platform upon which good gifts land on. I want you to write that point down. Preparedness is the platform upon Which good gifts land on? So it's very important for you to understand that God is generous, but He is not wasteful. (laughs) If you can write that down, put it down in your notes also. God is generous, but He is not wasteful. He does not waste. So how prepared are you for the good giftings that you want? If it's difficult for you to attend one church service, more when now God decides, okay, we're going to have three services. How prepared are you, Lord? Me, I want a salary that pays 20,000 kwacha, but you can't die from 200 kwacha. God is generous but not wasteful. Are you? So, for good gifts to come, people have to be in a state where they are prepared for them. Don't say, when when my ministry grows, then I will start praying. I've said this many times. You have to start behaving as though your ministry or your life has already reached the place that you want to be at. You have to peep into the future and look at where you want to go and start living the life you'll be living then, now. That is how you accelerate the future. By taking, accepting the future reality of yourself and beginning to live it now. So I said, ah, for me, things have to be done. In the future, this is how my life will be. You know, I'll be a very busy person, I'll be very... Start preparing. Don't wake up at 12 hours yes because the future you there's no waking up at 12 hours because you will be so busy no be very wealthy i'll be how prepared are you to handle those resources so good giftings will come to those who are prepared for them are we preparing for the good things that god wants to release of our lives So though God is generous, he doesn't waste. That is why sometimes when he performs miracles to multiply food, the things that were remaining, it's okay. Put them aside. Why? He doesn't want to waste. Praise the name of the Lord. So for now, I have started preparing myself because I know we are in the season of abundance. And because we are in the season of abundance, I have downloaded about I don't know how many teachings, how many books on church growth. You are getting what I'm saying. I have I have been yesterday. I was just listening to audio. Just hearing doctor. I mean I I I was inspired, and this thing is burning in me. And when I start teaching it, it will start burning in you. Amen. Amen. I was. to Dr. Yongi Cho, who's got the largest church uh, in the world. I think that the time in which he did that recording, they had a membership of seven hundred and fifty thousand active members. Right now, they are at nine hundred and fifty thousand members. They have thirteen services every Sunday. <laughs> By thirteen services. <laughs> ah, I'm going to you, instead of give us <laughs> that, we've given you thirteen services, sir. Thirteen services. So I've been preparing. He's been teaching how to manage a big church. How to ha- listen? The church is not big right now, but I'm reading books on how to handle a big church. I am preparing for the good gifts that God is about to give us. Amen. If, if He's sending out a pastor to start a branch, He usually sends them out with about five thousand members and two million dollars. <laughs> Why one in church now? Five Even by Zambian standard, that's a lot of people. He's got 50,000 deacons, and all of them are running a cell, which is to tell you that they have 50,000 cells in his city, not in the world. So I am busy reading, I am busy listening, I am, I am letting this thing burn on the inside of me. Why? Because I am preparing for where God wants us to go. Because God would not want to destroy you. He, then I said, listening in another teaching. He was teaching on how he manages to stay a stress-free life with a membership that be. So I said, I said, "Okay, Lord, when you give me these numbers, when you get because just the members that are there already, they are stressing me. Pastor, <laughs> <laughs> uh, me a chicken was chasing me, was chasing me, chasing me, chasing me in my dream, Then I turned around and I chasing the chicken.' <laughs> what do you think about the dream, Pastor?" So I looked at these, I said, how do. I, so he said, talking about delegation, church administration, how so that the church can run fluidly. What is the thing you want to do? Is it a business? What are you reading? How many books have you read in the area in which you believe you will be going to in the next few years? Preparedness. Praise the name of the Lord. It's a thing I've always been saying. There is grace to what? To prepare. So even as we are believing God for academic excellence, it's important to understand that there is grace to do what? To prepare. So good gifts come to those who are preparing for them. Have you ever been in a place where you receive something and you look back into your life and you say, Lord, I am grateful that I didn't receive this thing two years ago.
1: A lady <laughs> came to me and said,
0: Sir, I am grateful that I, the boyfriend I was praying for, I didn't receive them too. Because live a not in it many them because these relationships they can frustrate you <laughs> why didn't you call me <laughs> but you were online <laughs> <laughs> mama no 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 it's just you know i shared you the post so that it could post itself after how prepared are you there are many times i've, I've sat down and I said lord it was actually you protecting I am grateful that that thing I was praying for, I didn't receive it there and then. Because I wasn't prepared for it. Listen, right now, this is to tell you something about good gifts. They wait for a time of preparation. There was a time in which I believe I would pray. Listen, I pray and fast a lot now. For me to tell you I used to pray and fast, I want to give you context. It means I used to pray and fast. Because right now I still pray and fast, but then I would pray.
1: <laughs>
0: i can sin against the lord yet the influence i was praying for the anointing i was not for it was not coming i the future when my prayer life had reduced, not because I had stopped, but because um of the schedule I had, school, and all these things, so I couldn't do the types of prayers I was praying then. Where I for eight hours, channel. I couldn't do those types of prayers, so I was praying only for three, four hours, three, four hours. <laughs> Amen. Then I noticed the anointing even got stronger. It was not my prayer life then that had now made the anointing get stronger. It was now that I was prepared that God actually released what I was praying for. So some of you are delaying the breakthrough you are supposed to receive. Why? Because you are not preparing for it. Do you know you can delay your breakthrough by being ill-prepared? You can delay your breakthrough by being ill-prepared. So start preparing. Start reading. What am I supposed to do now? How, how, how do I handle? Maris, start, start thinking of. Starting now. How do I handle a busy schedule and remain committed to the local church? How do I handle, you know, invitations? How do I handle full stuff? How do I handle 12? How, how, oh, how do I handle all that? Prepare! To be risky, to spend time with (laughs) (laughs) risky. Amen. Preparation. Number three, the nature of good gifts. They come when there is a purpose, they come when there is a purpose. So, purpose gives you authority to receive from heaven. Purpose gives you authority to receive from heaven. Purpose is the license to claim good things from heaven. Purpose is the license to claim good gifts or things from heaven. Where there is a purpose, provision is inevitable. It's like what Dr. Miles Monroe would always say. When you have a vision, it is your assignment to think of the vision and it is God's job to think of the provision. So when there is a vision, God will take care of the provision. So your job is to have a vision, God will give the provision. So what you need to know then is that with everything I am pursuing, with the good gifts I am believing God for, There has to be a purpose. Why has God given me a thousand dollars? Why has God given me a million dollars? Why has God given me a church of tens of thousands? Why has God given me this business? Why has, whenever there is no purpose, we, we tend to violate the good gifts that God has given. That is why you find relationships that don't understand the purpose of those relationships violate them. Because you don't understand the kingdom standard of a relationship. So when you have that type of a relationship, you violate it, because there is no purpose. So that is why good gifts always want to know. Do you understand the purpose for this thing that you are pursuing? When you get the purpose for this thing, ah good gifts will start coming. What is the purpose for me flying all over the world? What is the purpose for me having a big church? What is the purpose for me being a millionaire? Why? Because understanding purpose will give you license to receive the good gifts from heaven. You have to live a purpose-driven life. Not to put yourself into because... It just feels good in that moment. No. What's the purpose for that particular thing? What is the purpose for that thing that you're pursuing? Praise the name of the Lord. So they come where there is a purpose. Number four. My last point and then we'll pray and close. Number four. Good gifts are by the grace of God. Good gifts are by the grace of God. Now, before I even explain this particular one, I want to give a disclaimer, because this one will feel as though it's conflicting with number two. The reason why it will feel like it's conflicting with number two is that this one is talking about how it's not your ability, it's not your preparation, it's not your readiness. Now, those two are actually not conflicting. The very fact that the grace of God is sufficient to do something does not mean we negate preparation. For example, I believe that God can supply all my needs according to his riches in glory spiritually. But that shouldn't also mean that I shouldn't work or do something that would generate income. Because there's also another scripture that talks about he blesses the works of our hands. So, the very fact that God could actually speak to your lecturers and the favor of the Lord rests on you. You actually pass.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: Amen. Now, the very fact that that is possible does not necessarily mean that we pack our books. Let me tell you something before I actually give the last uh, point in, in closing. There was a time in which a move of God had broken forth at CBU. It was a time that I was never there. I actually heard this story. A move of God so broke forth in the land of CBU that angelic activity was so normal. So now what started happening is that it was so normal that um, one guy got into an exam and he was stuck. So, because angelic activity was so normal, people were used, you know, in the prayer meetings. I send this angel to do this. There's nothing wrong with that. We command angels because they've been given charge over us, who are heirs of salvation. So, anyway, he gets to do this exam when he's stuck, and he says, "Well, I call an angel to come and help me with this." And an angel appeared in the exam and said, "You know, this right. You this, right this right here, this right here, this right here, right, 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 right." And he passed. Oh, I hope you won't it. guys study. There is grace to prepare. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> huh? So, he shared the testimony at the, at the, at the gardens. Wilson, you remember the gardens. So he shares the testimony at the gardens and everyone is erupting. So now, when we see us men of God, we get excited. Now, for testimony, in the name of Jesus, I declare that many experiences like this will happen amongst the congregation. Well, another person went and that became like a normal occurrence. People would go and call an angel, or an angel would appear and say, oh, even when you're writing, you've not called the angel, people that were part of that move, an angel would just appear and say, no, you want a biography, write this one. (laughs) (laughs) So now what happened is that that grace was sufficient and was available for that particular thing to happen, but God also, listen, God is a God of principle. Inasmuch as he is a God of principle, he is the owner of the principle and he can override principle through a higher law called the law of blessing. So the law of principle is that I work hard to generate income. But the law of blessing is that God overrides the law of working hard and he sufficiently blesses you where you did not even work. Mm-hmm. Now the fact that the law of I mean the fact that God can override that principle via the law of blessing does not mean we should override the law of principle we should always go back to the law of principle when he's not told us that he'll provide the law of blessing. Mm -hmm. Are you getting what I'm saying? So for example there are times in which God tells me for you to make this money, for you to have money to do this particular thing, go by the law of principle, which is do something, work, 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 then I'll provide it. Then there are times in which people have been thought I'm foolish, I'll not work, I'll just sit down and say God will give me, how? I don't know. Because God has promised that he will provide for me through the law of blessing. So only wait for the law of blessing when it has been promised. If it hasn't been promised, go by the law of principle, which will always work. So now what happened is people decided to override the law of principle, which is studying so that the information gets into your head. They all started living by the law of blessing, which God had not necessarily promised to all of them. So now one person decides not to study because they have gotten used. A lot of them go into an exam. No information whatsoever. Call on to angels. it seems the angels were trapped somewhere. It was Daniel 10 altogether. I was trapped by the Prince of Persia until Michael and his team came and freed me. Have you read that scripture? Are you guys reading the Bible? Have you ever read that scripture before? When Daniel was praying and um, Gabriel was released, but he was trapped by the Prince of Persia because he's not a warring angel. He had to wait for Michael to come and make way for him. And then he came and said, (laughs) so people start living by the law of blessing so the fact that I've talked about preparation does not necessarily mean that the grace of God cannot come in for good gifts to come to you so you there are times you prepare because God has said prepare then there are times the grace of God overshadows (laughs) So good gifts are by the grace of God. Good one, you can play. Good gifts are by the grace of God. They are by the grace of God. They are not by our ability or our qualification. They are by the grace of God. They come by virtue of the grace of God. This man, Uh, I don't know if you guys have ever read it, probably some of you have read that particular story of a man named Rick Godwin, he's a pastor. So every morning Rick Godwin would drive towards his church on a Sunday service, and as he's driving towards his church on a Sunday service, he would always see this church. There was this big church, and it was always packed, there would be people outside lining up before the service has actually started. And they'll be waiting to enter the service. Waiting anxiously to enter into the service. And Rick Godwin would always be bothered. And on one Sunday, because his church was not bigger than that particular church. And on one Sunday, he's bothered and he's crying out to the Lord as he's driving to his service. He said, Lord, how is it that this church is bigger than mine? How is it that this church has got overflows? And this was his this was his petition to god he said god the the pastor there is not as good looking as i am the pastor there is not as eloquent as i am he actually said the pastor is even overweight how is it that his church is growing the lord looked at him and said good gifts come from the lord Good gifts come from the Lord. So you may be wondering where you are in a place where you feel you're not qualified. The Lord will give good gifts to his children. Why? Because every good and perfect gift comes from where? From the Lord. I once met a high school friend not so long ago in town, and we met and we were catching up and we were doing small talk. Ah, oh, bro, how has it been? Ah, oh, how have things been? I oh, know it's good. You know, I've been seeing what the Lord is doing to you on Facebook, and, blah, blah, blah. and he said all these things, and he says, by the way, brother, I should tell you not to offend. By the way, when someone says not to offend, they are about to offend. So he says, brother, boy, they're you know, but not to offend you. Among us, all our friends, I thought you'd be the last one to get married. You I'm shocked that among us all of us, you are the first one to get engaged. I said, why do you say that? I said, well, among us all of us, you were the least good looking. Among us all I was among, us, huh? among us. all of us, you were the most shy. Among us all of us, you were the one who was looking like you didn't have any particular talent. I didn't have any talent. I couldn't run. I couldn't. The only thing I could do uh, was talk. Among us all of you were the least gifted, the least good looking. But now look at me. I was so touched, and I just love you know how you just laugh off uh an offense or some you nice know, <laughs> and I turned around and as I was walking away, the Lord looked, spoke to me, and said, Every good and perfect gift comes from the Lord. They may be looking at you right now, they may be saying, Yeah, yeah, but that way, Chilangamulino Chapita. Because every good and perfect gift comes from the Lord. They may be saying Kingdom Come Church, you just started two two years ago, but you are bigger than churches that started 15 years ago. We say every good and perfect gift comes from the Lord. I don't know why the Lord is blessing me the way he's blessing me, but all I know is every good, every good and perfect gift is coming from the Lord. May the Lord give you giftings that supersede your qualification. I prophesy into your life kingdom come church. May the Lord give you businesses that go beyond your capacity. Because every good and perfect gift comes from the Lord. They will say we didn't expect that you'd be driving, but every good and perfect gift comes from the Lord. They will say with the English you speak, we didn't assume that you would get to this level. You will tell them every good and perfect gift comes from the Lord. Comes from the Lord. I need a mic with a little more volume. That's good Shantea I want you to stand up Every good and perfect gift Every good and perfect gift Father, I receive every good and perfect gift Father, a mighty mega church I receive that as every good and perfect gift Raboko They may be saying you're just a young man. They may be saying you are just a young lady. But every good and perfect gift comes from the Lord. Every good and perfect gift comes from the Lord. The Lord is giving you breakthroughs that will shock a generation. The Lord is giving you breakthroughs that will shock a generation. They will ask how have you progressed this way. How have you expanded this way? How is it that you are progressing like this? You will tell them every good and perfect gift comes from the Lord. It is by the grace of God. It is by the grace of God, child of God. It is by the grace of God. Every good and perfect a Every good and perfect fit. Shabbat do not stop praying. Do not stop praying. Do not stop praying every good and perfect gift. Every good and perfect gift. Every good and perfect gift.